0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to the Premier Chelsea, your source for all things Premier League but starting with Chelsea first. Coming to you on your speakers and headsets, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm one of your hosts Jackie, I'm here with my good friend and co-host Rahul. Today we're going to share our thoughts and feelings on the historic Champions League night in Munich back in 2012. Rahul, what are your thoughts on that night?
1: It was a long road. Uh, We've been watching and supporting Chelsea from the early 2000s and after many, many, many heartbreaks... Uh, We were back in the final, and I was so, so nervous going into it, but I remember I flew over to Rochester, where you were uh, in college.
0: I flew over from Rhode Island, and we watched it together. Yeah, we did indeed. I think we ended up renting or booking out a huge theater, so it was like a 120-inch screen, could fit about 30 or 40 people. Unfortunately, it wasn't all Chelsea fans that decided to watch the Champions League final that day it was a little bit uh of some banter fans in there some man united fans arsenal fans giving us a tough time but we were a good handful of chelsea fans that were sitting in that front row right yeah absolutely we were i want to say about 10 to 15 guys that
1: were just there in the blue tops and watching and everyone else was kind of in the background like background <laughs> noise um but yeah it was it was nervous and it was uh i wasn't very confident going into it if you If you remember, I flew over to Rochester
0: and I was like, well, if we lose, this trip's kind of just void. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were definitely not nervous. That was a difficult season. At least it started as a difficult season. And then Roberto Di Matteo came in. We made it to the final after an incredible semifinal against Barcelona. And we had to play Bayern Munich, who were no small team back then either. They were flying pretty high, you know, experience in the Champions League. This was our second Champions League final, something we had to think a lot about. And definitely we were excited. But very, very nervous. Yeah, and
1: it was at their home stadium. So it was just, you know, one more level that we had to overcome. And I remember when we turned the, the projector on and the game on and we saw the, the sea of red and all these Byron fans. And you were like, is this a neutral game? Because it did look like it. And I remember the boys came out and the Byron boys got this huge roar. Right. And the Chelsea fans did their best to overcome it and cheer on the boys. But yeah, it was... Definitely one of those moments where you're like,
0: everything's kind of stacked against us here. Do you know one thing that did stick out to me at the beginning of that match was when Solomon Kalu came out and had that giant spider haircut there. I was like, hey, if we're not confident, at least he was very confident to rock that haircut. <laughs> he was ready for that day, man. <laughs> he was. I, he probably was like, this is my only opportunity <laughs> to to
1: unleash that spider. So he did it. But the other thing I remember from that game was we looked at the team sheet and we see, you know, the usual likes. There were some many, there were some suspensions for Ivanovich, Terry, uh, and you're looking at it and you see a young Ryan Bertrand starting on the left wing, and you're like, what is going on here? But hey, credit
0: to Di Matteo and credit to Bertrand for taking it into his stride and putting in a good performance. Yeah, for sure. I don't don't remember Ryan Bertrand so much from that day, but anytime his game comes up, it's always going to be historic in that Champions League final. But I mean, when the game started, we were pretty much in the back foot that entire, I think, 80 minutes or so. How much do you remember of that? I just remember we had two banks of four, Drogba kind of up top,
1: uh, and Byron just kept coming at us attack after attack. And we were doing pretty well. I remember uh, Luis and Cahill had just come back from injury, and that was their first full game. Uh, And they were holding on, and our fullbacks in Basingo and Cole were doing well, and Mikel and Frank Lampard were basically center-backs <laughs> throughout that whole game. Uh, but we did have a few opportunities and you knew the longer it went on and the longer we held on, there was always going to be an opportunity for us to get it,
0: uh, get a goal or so. But that didn't really happen. <laughs> no, and I, I remember the game. We were so defensive. And to a certain degree, I think we kind of knew we were going to be defensive against a Bayern Munich side that was free-flowing attacking in Chelsea who had made it to the finals, defending and being thick on their defending. But... I remember sweating for 90 minutes in a cold air conditioned room. And I was like, why am I so nervous and sweating? But again, we had lost our previous, you know, appearance in the final. This was a big one for us. But as we go through the game, we get to that 80th minute or 85th minute. I can't remember now when that goal goes in from Mueller. I just remember collapsing to the ground and crying. I, I can't, you were sitting right next to me. But I don't remember what you, how did you react to that?
1: I was, I was like, here we go again, it was, you know, you hold on for 80 minutes and you're just h- hoping for that one opportunity to come and then they score and you're like, I don't see how we're going to get back into this and I know we eventually did but in that moment you're just dejected and you know, at this point thinking well here's here we go another loss in a
0: final and uh, the quest for the Holy Grail continues. Yeah, I remember screaming at some of the banter fans behind us <laughs> saying, like, just let us have this moment. Let us just go through our emotions. I did lose my voice, I think, in the 86th or 87th minute because quickly after that, I remember Torres came on maybe or maybe right, it was right before that, um, and he won us a, a corner, right? And that was a very famous corner. It was. He came on, and I think the concern was, why isn't he
1: starting and all that? But when he came on, he gave it his all. I think Di Matteo told him, this is your opportunity, and he won us that corner after scoring that goal in Barcelona. So... In a way he contributed in more than you know more than just being on the pitch by winning us that corner. And then Mata steps up and you're saying, Okay, everyone's up. This is it,
0: and up steps the main man, Didier Drogba. Yeah, you know, Didier Drogba was a big game player. And if anyone was going to step up, it was gonna be Didier, you know, Frank Lampard, maybe John Terry, but he was not playing that night, obviously. So But one thing that needs to be said is actually Juan Mata. I remember a lot of things came out after the final where Didier said, you know, when they scored, it was almost like, here we go again, like you just said, and we're going to lose. But a lot about Juan Mata saying, believe, Didier, believe. And I think that young Spaniard at that time, I think it was 23 or 24 coming into us that season, really helped some of the senior players go, this is our opportunity, guys. Let's do something. And what a corner that was. I remember when it left his foot, Didier flying, but you know, it's funny, Raul, this popped into my head just now was Frank Lampard. There are many pictures that have come afterwards where he's behind Didier with his eyes closed, praying that the ball goes yes. in. And he said on many times, he's like, I'm so glad that Drogba jumped ahead of me to get that header and put it in because my eyes were closed and hoping it would go somewhere. So what an incredible moment. And I remember again, collapsing to the ground, just overcome with emotion because I was like, we haven't won the game, but it's not over yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was a lifeline and you knew we were back into it. And Bayern at that point were just trying to hold on, hold on, get to the end. And as soon as that goal goes and you can see that Chelsea started believing again, like you were saying, Mata told Drogba. And Bayern were like, oh, like what, what just happened? We literally went 80 minutes attack after attack and right. scored the goal. And now suddenly Chelsea get one opportunity and get back into it. And that's all Drogba needs. I mean, big right. game player, final player. Uh, and it it was fitting that it fell to him, given how it went for him in 2008 against Manchester United. Uh, so that got us back into it. And I remember jumping all over. And obviously, we hadn't won it, like you said. But right. we knew we had given ourselves another lifeline
0: to to make a run at the trophy. Yeah, at this point, I've lost my voice. But then reality kicks in. And I realize we're going into extra time. And it's not going to be an easy 20 minutes or so in the second, second half of that extra time where I think Didier Drogba turns into a villain for a few minutes, right? He does. He fouls Rabin and you're thinking, all right, like
1: now Rabin's going to score. Like when does he ever miss a penalty? And he steps up. And the main thing I remember from that was obviously Czech saves it. But I don't know if many of the fans out there have realized, but a beach ball comes yeah. flying in. <laughs> and I'm like, if this ball was noticed by the referee, well, we have to retake it. But regardless, Czech saves it. And it was at that point, that I can be honest with you, I was like, I think we're going to win this because when does Robin ever miss a penalty? Right. Uh, we give it away and,
0: and Czech saves it and saves it and cu- jumps onto it. And I was like, this is it. It's happening. Yeah, yeah I remember. I mean, Check was instrumental that entire game. If anybody can tell us how we won that Champions League, the amount of saves that that man made that night is second to no other performance from any goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. I have to be very honest. So, but it's interesting that you talked about the beach ball. That's something that stuck out to me as well when the beach ball hit the ground and bounced onto the field. I was like, what if the referee decided to retake this and rub and scored so many what ifs? But unlike you, my friend, I was still very nervous. I didn't think the game we were going to win just yet. It remained to be seen what was going to happen. But after he saved that, you could tell the players felt a little more confidence. Luck was in our way, whatever it may be, and we were going into penalties.
1: Yeah, we were. And it's the, the point you bring up on mm-hmm. check. I just looked it up. Bayern had a total of 43 shots in a Champions League final, and they managed to get one goal. So obviously, defense <laughs> at their piece, but Czech was on it too. So right. to credit to him. And then you're right. We go into penalties, and at that point, you're like, it's five kicks, and we could win the Champions League, or it could go like it did in in uh, Moscow, I beg your pardon. But hey, we we got it done. And those penalties, each one I had my fingers crossed, and I was like, okay, we missed the first one, but I think the second one, and you know I'm a superstitious guy. So every time I had my fingers crossed and we scored, I was
0: like, I'm not Keeping letting go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember a lot about the penalties, Rahul, other than the Chelsea side. It was almost like I didn't care what Bayern was doing. Right. But the only penalty I did remember from Bayern's side was the one that Bastian Schweinzeiger stepped up to, and we can run through this if we need to, but it hits the post, and I, for a split second, I'm about to celebrate, and I hit, see it hit Petr Cech's back, and I'm like this ball could roll back into the net and this would just be unbelievable, but it rolls out. And then of course, Diddy has to step up. And I think goosebumps, nerves, I had physically cold feet and fingers because I was so nervous for that, but we know how that went after that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, like you said, we'll just run through it real quick. Mata missed his first one and that put the pressure on us. I think we then went three, one down until we could eventually go back and, and get the the second one in uh, and then Louise of all people, you're—I don't think I'd ever seen him take a penalty up until that point. And he runs up from like halfway <laughs> and slots it in, and then like gets the Bayern fans going a little. Uh, but the the main one for me, obviously Lampard does his bit, but the Ashley Cole one. Wow, you yeah. knew you knew he was going to put it, but you were like, where is it going to go? And and order to his credit, dived the right way,
0: but right. Ashley had just put it in the exact like corner, and Nwora didn't get it. Yeah, and same for Frank. I think when he took his, you're, you're usually watching Frank go for a bottom left hand low drive, but he just stuck it right down the middle with all the strength. And he said, save that. Why don't you? And of course they didn't save it. So definitely an incredible moment. And every penalty we took, there was more yelling. So my throat was extremely sore at this point. I remember I could barely speak, could barely say anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, you mentioned the Schweinsteiger
0: one. I think it was Olich,
1: the one check saved. So at that point they had missed two. And then you said drop Drogba steps up. And I can't even imagine what was going through his mind, what he was thinking, because he puts the ball down, takes four steps back, and then the next four steps, he buries it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and buries it is probably an exaggeration role. I think he rolls it ever <laughs> so slowly into the side of the net. I remember watching this moment now, looking back, where I was just staring at the screen and it didn't it took a second or two. It didn't I didn't understand that we had just won the Champions League final. It was it was so surreal. It was something incredible. I got to watch it next to you. We got to watch it in a room of Chelsea fans. It was, it was unbelievable is the only word to describe that.
1: It was. It was written in the stars, like um, Martin Tyler said. And after everything we'd been through that season, like you said, with uh, AVB, Di Matteo comes in, the Barca semifinal, the final itself, the moment that ball hits the net from Drogba's foot, it was a relief. Everything just calms down. And you're like, this is what we've been waiting for for the past 10 years. And man, and then the celebration started, we started jumping around, we turned around to the fans behind us that were not Chelsea, and some colorful language was used. But all in all, it was a great moment. And that kicked off the
0: rest of the day. Absolutely. I remember screaming at some of those fans saying, now it's time for you to leave. So the Chelsea fans can have a good time over here. No, the celebrations were incredible. But like I said, it's something where you can always think about this moment and say, what an amazing achievement it was for that team because we look at the likes of Drogba, Lampa, John Terry, who unfortunately didn't play that day, Petr Cech, and, and some of the others such as Ivanovic, you right. got Mikhail, who had been there for years and had tried, and this was just an amazing opportunity, and, and they took it with both hands.
1: Yeah, and every time I rewatch that game, I watch the highlights, I watch the penalties, I get goosebumps, right. and and even though I know what's going to happen, I get excited again. I get happy again uh, and that's what it does to you I mean it's the Champions League and everyone wants to win it uh, but when you finally do it stays with you for the rest life, of your life It's something that is going to bond Chelsea fans together forever we achieve this massive win against all odds and no matter how many titles we win this one will always stay close to heart That wraps it up, guys. We hope you enjoyed our special episode commemorating the 10th anniversary of that night in Munich. Please continue to subscribe, like, and follow. It's at the Premier Chels on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Instagram. And on Twitter, it's at Premier Chels. Please also leave us a review on Apple and Spotify so we can reach other fans. We will be back with another episode. But until then,
0: stay safe and up the Chels. Hey, guys. The Premier Chels is sponsored by Kickoff Coffee. They are a top-quality artisanal roasted coffee. In other words, they're Champions League winner and Premier League winner every single time. They deliver fresh bags directly to your home so you don't have to go to a coffee shop and pick up something. And the best part about them is every bag gives back to soccer charities. 10% of the proceeds go to organizations that use soccer to promote youth social development in the underserved areas. Use our code, TPCOFFEE15, to get 15% off your order. You can order at kickoffcoffeeco.com or check out the links on our social media. Thanks.